Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Saturday, November 12th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Nick, what's impressed you most about Miles Sanders' season so far? Um, You know, I just think he's running hard. I think he's seeing the field well. Um, I think he's protecting the football. I think he's blocking well. I just think, you know, his his pass protections uh, even greatly improved from last year. Um, So he's just playing good all around football. I don't think there's any in particular thing. I, I I really believe that all parts of his game have continued to improve. Where are you with Abante? Where are you guys with Abante in this game? Yeah, it, it's it's not looking like he's going to go. Obviously, we'll give you the uh, report later um, today, but it's not looking like he's going to go for this game. Uh, do you think he's going to be? Up yeah, there? we're thinking we're thinking that he'll be his replacement. Nick, after the Thursday win, you flipped the ball, one of the game balls, to uh, uh, Jeffrey Lurie. Um, can you talk a little bit about your time around the league? and how things are different here than maybe other places you've been. Yeah, I think this this is the best organization I've ever been at. <clears throat> and it's and to me it's not it's not particularly close. Uh you know, it's just you know, he does everything and everything everything and anything to give us resources that we need to be able to do our jobs. And when you're in a when you're in a profession that where the parity is so tight amongst the 32 teams, I mean, you know, that's what makes the NFL great. There's, there's great parity. Uh, every little detail matters. And so he's not, you know, he, he gives us every resource we need uh, to be able to do our jobs. And, you know, whether that's a great facility that we have, whether that's, uh, you know, the the equipment that we have the um the whatever it is in the in the training room if we want to redo something with the you know the hot tubs or the cold tubs i mean it's just it's 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 endless and and that that's that's special you know and that's unique and that's unique to this place um and i think it was on full display on on thursday night i give him a game ball after every win right because obviously those things are important um after after every win um after every week um but i really thought it was on full display on thursday night when um you know we were able to have all the resources we needed to to get the guy's bodies ready. You know, a, a guy's body is going to be hard to get a guy's body ready fully from on a Thursday game when they just played a Sunday game. We all know that, and we know that the Texans were in the same uh, same um, situation that we were in. Um, but I just feel like everything that our you know, and, and credit to the people that are that he, that he's he's hired here too, right? They they did a great job, but he just. You know, he'll do everything and everything he, he can do to help us win, and I'm just grateful to have a, an owner like that. And um, it's special. It's really special. And so I thought that was fitting to to flip him a game ball, and he snagged it out of the air really well. I thought that was impressive as, as well. Um, and, uh, yeah. Nick, I'm, I'm curious the backstory of putting the player's name on the screen when they make a mistake um, because I've heard from vets saying it's the first they've seen of that. You know, you bring it here. Where did you learn it? Why is that important to you? And, and, and what's the effect of it? Yeah, you know, I just always thought, like, how many different ways can we correct the guys when the mistakes, uh, when when they have a mistake? You know, obviously, 
we are going to visually correct it and uh, uh, verbally correct it, and then I want them to see it too, right? And see it, you know, visually on the visually they see it, the play, but visually see their number on there. And, and we're, we're not only giving them, putting up bad things there. Sometimes, you know, underneath there, you can't, you know, sometimes underneath there's like great block here or whatever, whatever, you know, the name of the block or whatever we're, we're saying is in there. Um, and I just thought it was just another way to get the corrections. Now, you can't, like, when you're watching tape, we pick plays, right? So as, as we watch tape with the offense, you know, I'll pick plays to, to show them, right? I can't, I can't, we can't always watch every, that's why position coaches, we have position coaches because they watch the tape too. So, you know, I want them to see it if I can't even, if I'm not in there correcting that particular play as well. It just, it just goes to our accountability thing, right? And it's, that's all it is. And, you know, and coaches' names go up there too. It's not, I don't want to say, like, my name's up there plenty, right? Uh, Shane's name's up there. Gannon's name's up there. And it's just another form of accountability where you say, hey, you know, guys say, hey, that's, that's my fault. And that's what, that's what it is, right? And I, I didn't, no one's ever done that that I've been around, to be quite honest with you. Um, you know, obviously we've done, you know, you make your corrections in there. I just thought it was another form of, of getting the corrections done. And and then I hear uh, what some guys say about it. I, I, I think somebody sent me um, something that Zach Ertz said, you know, and, and he said, I don't know. I didn't want my name to be up there, though. I didn't want my name to be up there, so I did everything I could not to have it up there. And I remember Quentin Nelson said something similar um, to that. And it just when when you hear those things, it's just a great reminder of yeah, just just stick to what you know to what you believe is is true and what you believe is right and to to do. And uh, you know that's a form of uh, of accountability. You guys have run a lot of quarterback sneaks this year with some success, even as teams have like started to really sell out to try and stop that play. I guess what's gone into that and how much confidence does it give you on those fourth and shorts when you really need a yard that you guys have been able to run that play so well? Yeah, uh, you just, you build confidence through any play that you that you have, uh, one, through preparation uh, and practice, um, and then two, for how you how you succeed in the game of, with it, right? And so it's just a it's I've said to you guys before it's not a blind faith thing. It's like, yeah, we got confidence in because you keep, you're succeeding in it. So um, – you know, I, I think that goes down to who who's playing those positions with Jalen and uh, and with with Jason. Like, they're not real big secret to it. Like, those guys are J- Jason and Isaac and Landon and Lane and and Jordan and and you know and Jalen and whoever else who was it was contributing to it. Like, a big secret. Like, those guys are just muscling their way through and and, and getting it done because they're because uh, they that's who they are as players. And so you you lean on your players in in situations like that, and they're going out and getting it done. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, you get confidence when they, when that happens. You get confidence, and and you and you feel you feel good about calling the play. And so um, that's that's you know. Um, Conviction's a, a big time thing when you're calling and planning plays, and uh, they give us conviction to do that. Last one, folks. A little over a year ago, you delivered um, your messaging was about the roots, and, and, um, and obviously you got some. Is this is this because I said Rube was the best writer? Are you, are you trying to get a, <laughs> get a dig in on me? No, I'm actually I'm wondering if you've actually referenced that because now we've seen a year later, uh, much different uh, at this stage in, in 
I don't career. think you ever go back and, and say like, I told you so. Like, it's not something that you ever, that's, that's not, I don't think that's like, you know, you just keep going through and, and it's still the, it's still what you're doing. It's still that you're trying to, to grow and you're trying to, you know, every single day. So that's still the message. Um, but you know, I don't think you ever go back and, and say that, but you, but you, again, same thing. You, you get conviction and you get, uh, confidence that your daily process, right? The way you go about your business daily is uh, you're seeing results from it. Um, now we're, we're, we're results aware, but process driven. And we will talk about that all the time. Cause we know if we continue to stick to the process, good things will happen. And, uh, so I, I think it's just an example of, of, Hey, good things are happening when you're doing things the right way. When you got the right people in the building. Hey, last one. Yeah. Jerry Longman again from the New York Times. Yeah, New York Given Times. Your, your closeness to uh, Brian Dale, would you mind sharing something uh, that maybe he told you about Jalen when you came in? I remember him saying just how how focused and and how uh, big of a student of the game he was, and and how much he enjoyed coaching him. Um, you know, I, I remember I remember uh, talking to him about that. Just I, I met him. I met Jalen at the combine with Brian. Actually, we were we were walking. And, you know, the players are are doing interviews and and they're walking around there. And I was happened to be walking with Brian. Um, you know, up in those suites in, in Indianapolis, and we walked by Jalen, and he and, and that where I really talked to him about Jalen a lot was um, right there. You know, after we met he. he um, Brian introduced me to Jalen. We talked for a minute, and all of us talked for a minute, and then he went off. And then I remember, you know, Brian, uh, what he said about Jalen after that, just what, all those things I just said, how good, you know, how, how much of a student of the game he was, all, all the things that I'm seeing now, right? And so Brian was right on with that. Now, this, like, I can't, Brian's not texting me anymore, like, hey, this is what we did with Jalen. We're, we're obviously enemies now. So, uh, but uh, I remember, I do remember that that moment in the at the combine where we met and uh and then the good things that brian dable said about jalen afterwards Did he give all right. like a story like about how devoted he is to the game or focused when he's i don't know I, I i i honestly don't remember that uh but yeah he just but i do remember how convicted he was about what he felt about jalen for more eagles news and exclusive interviews be sure to subscribe to all of our eagles original podcasts including eagles update eagles insider and eagle eye in the sky